Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Good afternoon, two minutes past three. Welcome to the start of another huge weekend of sport. Actually felt like the weekend got underway last night after 92,632, no, 636 fans turned up at the G to see the Pies defeat the Demons by seven points. More on that game shortly. It was a cracker. Kimba on the Reach with you for the next two hours, live from Studio Lumo SA. Currently 12.9 degrees outside, and we're here thanks to our good friends at Balfour's, Hyundai, and IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Well, the roach, gee, nearly wet the bed last night. Is that excited about tomorrow night's final? What's the matter, you? Hey, got no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? Why? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shut up for your face. That's my mama, can I remember? Good afternoon, Michelangelo Rucci, and welcome to a Friday afternoon and our little old show Thank here. You, Kim. Thank you, Kim. I thought of walking to the Gabba, but then I thought I'd only get there for the Olympics, not the qualifying final between Port and Brisbane with my pace. No, I'm looking forward to it, Kim. No, sorry. It's just this new you cracking all the gags. Oh, it's, start, it's starting to crack me up. Oh, more relaxed. Uh, you are more, more relaxed. relaxed now. What's happening? Carefree, no responsibility. Well, when you've got as much money as you, Roach, what Pardon? would you be worried about, hey? Pardon? Good show coming up, Roachy, Roach, Roach. We'll get into last night's game. There's a little bit to Ooh. talk about, uh, a polarising incident. Um, Dan Menzel will join us at 3.30. I love talking to Dan, of course, former Geelong, Central District, Woodville West Torrens, Sydney player. Been doing some work with SEN for a while. I did a um, AFL game with him during Gather Round, Roach. I think it was the Hawthorne GWS game. Well, you did half of Gather Round, so I don't <laughs> yeah. understand why you're confused. At Nord Oval, and it was a delight to work with Dan. He does a lot of homework. Mm. He, he's very knowledgeable. So Good. he'll be working on our sample on Sunday, and we'll be covering that with Paul Bonza at well. At 4pm, who's joining us? 4pm, we have oh my. Wayne Johnston. Because we are going to have a Carlton, Carlton-dedicated call of the I, big I, final. I, I felt for sure that you would know without having to search three I wanted screens. to double-check. Oh, you've always got an excuse. Well, I didn't want to say something and then get it wrong. Well, look at your bloody rundown. The Dominator is on, yes. but you are right. Um, Carlton, Carlton, Carlton. We're doing a Crows uh, – sorry, Crows. Mm. We do Crow Nation, we do Power Nation. It's sort of a one-sided call. This is blue-centric. So, yeah, so you'll have AFL Nation, which is a fair and balanced call. If you're a Carlton supporter, a blue bagger – you need to be listening to Blues Radio. It'll be Andy Marr. Oh, <laughs> Carlton oh, tragic. How emotional will he get? Oh, dear. Mark McClure. Oh, he calls a spade a shovel, yeah, doesn't he? he does. And the dominator, Wayne Johnson, one of the best 
big time footballers ever to have yep. played the game and coached yep. here at Sturt for a little mm. while as well. Right. Then at 4.30, one of the good guys of the game, Daryl Wakeland, part of the SEN family, 2004 Premiership player, passionate port man, just mm. one of the nicest. He's in the Brian Cunningham mould. Yes. Well, you can do all the questions because I've had a whole afternoon with Daryl. What were you doing down there? We're just doing a bit of work. Just a bit of work. What time? On your body? What? Or he's a chemist. What's happening? No, no, we were, of, just, bit of Botox, no we were just talking about uh, his journey through football, which is interesting in itself. What are you writing a, a story on? Yeah, 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 it's a very interesting story. Is it? Yes, it is. Well, look at you selling it. Well, yes. I hope so. You wouldn't want to and say You wouldn't want to say what it's about, boring. What about the... Well, it is unique. People overuse the word unique. Twins, right? Daryl and Shane. Yes. But they have different birth dates. Oh, because it was uh, midnight. Um, Daryl born at 11.45 p.m.? Mm. Shane, 12.05 a.m. Poor mother. <laughs> no. No, she'd be delighted to have two wonderful no, young I'm, I'm men. I'm just saying it would be a fair labour, wouldn't it? Oh, Yeah, yes. that's what I meant. Yes. Not, yes. Yeah, he's got two beautiful sons. Yes. Hey, we're live and interactive. The text line is 0427154166 because it's the finals, Rooch, and we get wonderful support from IGA. Today we've made the decision... We, that, we, we says. Well, you did. done the royal we here then. No, well, you were off doing moonlighting, doing another gig, weren't you? That's why you never know what's on the rundown. Um, <laughs> we're doing nearest the pin. I love you, though. Don't send texts, all right? There's been some idiots this week. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I feel Just like Just ignore them. No, well, I like to give everyone a fair go, Rooch, but this week I... Do you want to know? I saw one last night. Because, you know, we, they continue on as mm. we go on. So you have a screen now. For oh, years you didn't have no, a screen. No, I... So when you know the Shane McAdam bit, mm-hmm. this guy's gone, no, he hasn't quit the club. He's asked for a trade. Well, you have to quit the club to ask for a trade, don't you? No, oh, no, that's not true. He's exploring No, options. no, no. If you've asked for a trade, you've quit the club, haven't you? If you ask for a trade. If you ask, yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. But he hasn't well, asked yet, has he? It's on the way. Kevin. No, we, yeah, yeah. That's, no, I agree with you. I yeah. think it's going to happen, but yeah. he hasn't formally asked. No, but and the notion that if you ask for a trade, that means you haven't quit the club. Well, mm. of course it does. That's how you get a trade. All right, nearest the pin, all you have to do is tell us who wins between Port and the Lions tomorrow night at the Gabba and by how much, and tonight's elimination final between Carlton and Sydney. Who wins and by how much? Now, we deliberated, not you, Rich, you weren't here, but Brendan Lyons, our panel operator, and Bum Fluff Benny, Mm. about who the decider should be, our tiebreaker question. Mm. So we've gone with Charlie Cameron. We have a vested interest because our man Ryan Burton will probably have the job. So Charlie's playing his 200th game. How many goals does Charlie kick? Now, it's a $300 IGA voucher. $300. $300 IGA voucher. There's your food for a month. Um, So get on the dog and bone or uh, send us a text. That's easier. 0427154166. Now, I must stipulate this very, very strongly. This is the serious me, Roach. Go for it. The grumpy me. Yeah. One entry per phone number. So if you end up winning it and it all comes up on our screen, we can just punch a number up and we'll see how many times you've had a crack. If you've been sneaky and had two or three cracks. Disqualified. Disqualified. Right. One entry per phone number. Mm. But if your wife has a phone, you can use that. If your daughter has a phone or your son has a phone or if your dog has a phone, you can do that. Dog has a phone? Well, they used to count dog memberships, didn't they, some clubs? That's true. Yeah, with me, Roach? Yes. All right. I'd like to see a dog on a phone. All right. Let's, uh, oh, Roach, tell me this is the very first text that came through at four minutes past three. Yeah. 
I hope this is someone just being a tosser. Well, there was a production meeting. There was a production. There's a bit of truth to this one. Okay, I'll read it out. Yeah, go on. What do you mean a production meeting? Well, we had uh, a production meeting about port-centric Port Adelaide v Brisbane. You weren't part of it because you're not port-centric. Do you know what this text is? Oh, no. Well, shut up right. then, for heaven's yeah. sake. This is serious. Mm. Hi, guys. Hearing that Aaliyah Aaliyah is out. Oh. That's from Michael. Ooh, I'll make some calls during the break. Now, do you have any knowledge of that whatsoever? No, no I told you what, all I saw was Tom Jonas not finishing training. Mm. Now, whether he's come crook. Well, that's from Michael. We have a few Michaels. Uh, mm. One of the Michaels, I don't know which one it is, is normally fairly good. I okay. sincerely hope that is wrong. Mm. Uh, from Brett. Now, Kimbo, be nice to people today, please. Um, uh, Brett, I'm nice to everyone until people are rude. Because we don't have to tolerate rudeness. We can have um, banter. There's been a few idiots this week. And, and I said before, Rich, I feel like I'm a bartender. Why? Well, I can't tell if they're drunk or stupid, some of the texts. Ridiculous. Have a look at this. Swans, 11 points. Yeah. Power, 11 points. Charlie Cameron, one goal. No name on that one. That would be a good result. Interesting. All right, Roots, let's jump into it. Yep. Round the ground. You ready to go? Yes, go. We're at about three minutes, then we get into a break, all right? Yep. No mucking around, no all more right. dad jokes. Okay. Uh, last night, Collingwood defeated Melbourne by seven points. The Pies jumped Melbourne in the first term. Melbourne, it was Melbourne, 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 Melbourne. They ended up being 31 more inside 50s, and they went down by seven points. It was an opportunity loss. Full credit to Collingwood. Uh, quick comment on the result. Staggers me. You say 31. I just looked at the AFL website. It's 69 to 37 on inside 50. Oh, do I get the math 32. wrong? 32. 30, 30. Uh, yeah, 32. Yeah, I, I, I'm still staggered. And I saw when Melbourne did this against Geelong, how they could have so many opportunities and not get a winning score. But, but your mob has done it. Port's done it consistently Correct. for years. Yep. Um, it, it's interesting. 32 that, more inside 50s. I know, and that's why I keep saying tomorrow night, if, if Port can get 15 plus more inside 50s, then I think you're a really good chance to win. I hope that you can win. But the difference is <clears> inside 50 disposal efficiency was 33.3%. Yeah. Yep. Do you know what their game time, their whole match disposal efficiency went at? Melbourne all over the Melbourne. field? Yeah, all over the field. They would have been in the 60s, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, 66.2%. Yes, so yeah. they played into their hands. In that early, about 10-minute mark of the second term, I'm thinking – the runner will go out, lower the eyes, move the uh, ball around, just yeah. keep bombing it yeah. in. So the contrast is Melbourne make a lot of chances and butcher them. Collingwood have fewer chances, yep. but nail every one of them, so to speak. Yeah, Amazing game. Uh, and their attack from defence is second to none. It's, uh, it's sublime. They, they just go for it, don't they? Yeah, yeah they're run and gun. Hey, Roots, what we'll do now, we know that the big talking point yes. is Braden Maynard and Angus Brayshaw. There are so many different views. We'll give our opinions. Then we'll hear from David King and Kane Corns mm. on that situation as well. We'll be asking Dan Menzel when we speak to him, Wayne Johnson and Daryl Wakelin as well. You can have your say, what the verdict will be. It comes out about 4.40. Oh, the earliest we've seen a match review officer statement is 4.40. Um, piece of string, Kim. You would think with just one game to review 
And the eagerness for people to know where this one is at, Michael Christian would probably hurry along on this one, but I wouldn't guarantee it. Yeah, yeah. interesting. All right, we'll jump into the break, then we'll get back into that issue. It's huge. Uh, they are good friends, Braden Maynard and Angus Brayshaw. Mm. There's no way in the world he tried to knock him out, no. but will that save him? Kimba on the Roots with you. Thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 3.18 on a Friday afternoon. So much to get through. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it and Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Just a reminder, nearest the pin, it is worth $300. One entry per phone number. Otherwise, you'll be disqualified. Tell us who wins between Port and Brisbane and by how much. Likewise, Carlton and Sydney and by how much. And our tiebreaker question is, Charlie Cameron, how many goals will he kick in mm. his 200th? I love Charlie, but let's hope it is none. All right, Roach, we got a text about Alira Lear. You have an update? Well, he left Adelaide with his left knee heavily bandaged. Now, whether that's a compression bandage or a bandage from something that happened, we'll find out when they train. So a lot of players. An update from training. A lot of players, when they're flying out, uh, they'll have their tracksuit pants on so you don't see, but they'll have strapping or compression stockings on for but flying. wouldn't you do it for both legs then? Just saying. Mm. Oh, we'll get an update once they have their run at the Gabba, like Ryan Burton told us. They'll be having a run on the Gabba as their captain's run. And you know a lot of players sit out captain's run, yep. so we might not get a definitive answer, Alrighty. but we've put a call in. We'll keep you across that. Let's jump into it. Everyone's mm. had their opinion last night. Uh, Braden Maynard jumps up to try and smother the football, in flight, turns the body slightly, collects... Angus Brayshaw knocks him out, plays no further part in the game after the six-minute mark of the first term. Uh, I think it's not unreasonable to suggest that could have been the difference because he's their best ball user or one of. Uh, your thoughts? Well, when I went and looked at the behind-the-goal camera angle, the first concern I had is Maynard's turning into Brayshaw here where he could also turn the other way. So we mm. know where Michael Christian will go down the track. And poor old Montana McKinnon would certainly be hoping she missed a grand final for nothing. This is Natalie Crow's youngster. Yep. Uh, Ruck, Ruckman comes this is a grand forward final. on the potential to potential. cause injury. Well, this Didn't one has contact. caused injury. Yep. So I would imagine that Michael Christian goes down the same path he had with Tom Lynch earlier. In the, was it earlier this year that he yep. put Tom Lynch up for a marking contest yep. and threw him? And then the tribunal threw that out. I would expect Michael Christian stays firm and says, right, I'm putting a one-game ban on this, and if you want to challenge it, go to the tribunal. So how do you think it'll finish up? Oh, the tribunal, Kim. Oh, I think he holds to one. To one? Mm. Yeah. I, you can manufacture an argument any way you want here. Mm. Uh, I don't think it was deliberate. Um, I haven't got the graph in front of me with all the gradings, Rooch, but obviously the impact was severe yep. because of the injury. Um, what, what type of action is it? Is it careless or is it intentional? It's a football action. But is it careless or is it intentional? In the way the game is adjudicated at the moment, uh, he left the ground and it was front on contact. Whether he was trying to smother the ball, whether it was accidental or not, he has knocked a person out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, I don't think in the current climate, and um, straight after that incident, they went to an ad break and then there was Mm -hmm. a, a promo for... Spotlight, which is the current affairs program on Sunday that John Platten's featuring in at the moment with the damage that's been done through all his concussions. It would be the height of hypocrisy if the AFL didn't act in some shape or form. I'm thinking there's going to be a finals tax placed on this. It'll work in his favour. 
and uh, he'll get one game. And if they go through, he'll get to play in the grand final. But I equally understand that it was an accident. He was trying to smother the football. But you have a duty of care. He was able to turn his body. He could have put his hands out. So this is He's got hit, a right to protect himself as well. Yeah, but you've hit on all the key points that we've been now had before us for a long time. Mm. Duty of care. Yep. That's the key one. Was there an alternative? Uh, the tribe, If it goes to the tribunal, we have heard some of their arguments, which have been ludicrous, but uh, I, I think there there is, even yep. though it's a split second, because he had time to, to turn. Way. If he turns one way, surely yeah. he could turn the other way. And it's a football instinct to protect yourself and hopefully hurt the other person, not knock him out. Mm. But upon landing, uh, that would have been down the ground anyway. It would have been late by the time. So you look at McAdam, round one, front on yep. contact. It's different. It was a hip and shoulder. It was deliberate hip and shoulder. Didn't knock him out. Okay. Didn't so hit his head. Got three right. games. So what are we going to do? So Lynch works his way off a suspension, even though it didn't didn't matter. Cause we he got pushed the, into the yeah. contact. But the argument, it's a football act going for a mark. It's a football act going for a spoil hmm. or a smother. When does it go from being a football act to know you now must be held accountable for the result of your action? Where's the tipping point on this one? When they deem that there's a possibility you could have taken an alternative action. Mm, they, will, the so they will argue whether it's right or wrong. They will argue you, you had, had time to turn your body. Mm. You could have easily gone the other way. Exactly. Or you could have put your hands out to protect both of you instead of using your shoulder. Mm. I think it'll be one game. It'll if it's, be cruel if it's two. Yeah. Uh, and I know the family well. Uh, Pete, he originally came over to play for West Glenelg. Torrens before he went to Glenelg. Mm. And uh, he was the general manager at Osteria when I was working there as well. Plus did the story on Braden Maynard missing out on being a father-son mm. for Adelaide. Uh, yeah, we've got to go to a break, Rooch. Let's have a listen to David King and Kane Corns uh, talking about the, that incident on Fireball Friday this morning. But I'm not mm. convinced that, that Chris o, Michael Chris, has any other option but to send it to the tribunal. Now, you, they may fight it, or they will fight it, and possibly get off. They may not get off. They may have to go to appeal, similar to Toby Bedford. But I don't know if Chris O has many other options, Cornsy. No, and I, that, I agree with you. I think that's the way that it will land, and it's probably the way um, that it should land because then you can get Braden up there and he can you know, argue his case of what was going through his mind at the time. But for me, it's pretty clear cut. He's left the ground before the kick was had, and he's had to turn. He can't disappear, and unfortunately... Through the momentum of both players, that was the outcome. But uh, we'll wait and see. You'd expect that decision to be handed down shortly. But three plus straight to the tribunal, and then it's up to Collingwood to try and get him off. Ooh, I hadn't heard that. Uh, this is uh, in defence of my argument, which I don't really have a good defence. Uh, Louis, you're right here. I don't have the gradings in front of me. Maynard can't get one game based on the grading yeah, system, yeah. Kimbo. But I looked at it last night when Tom Brown put it up. And I thought there was a mechanism to get him back to one. Maybe I'm yeah, wrong. Well, that's why you've got to answer. Is it careless or is it intentional? That's the key point. It's careless. Here. Okay. Yeah. Careless. I thought it could have got it to one. I'm, I could be wrong, Louis. Hey, we'll go to a break. When we come back, Gil McLaughlin, he's buying into it. We'll hear from him. This is Kimba on the Roots. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach. 
Right on 3.30, Kim on the Roots with you. Thanks to Hyundai. Hyundai Tucson, tomorrow's SUV. Book a test drive. Love Fridays if you're looking for a holiday, Roots. My holiday's Friday, FOMO. FOMO? Fear of missing out. Better, better, good. Uh, the Friday FOMO offer will be announced a little bit later today. Stick around to hear it. It is an absolute ripper. Don't want to give too many clues, but if you like barley... All right, quick text, Roots. Stack of texts coming through. Barley to make beer. Roots. Cut the dad gags. <laughs> oh, here's a text. Hey, lines he's laughing at the moment. No, what are you on at the moment? Tea, actually. We, we, and we, I'm drinking a bit too a much chat. of it. We said we've got two minutes to do this text and this credit. And then, oh. Uh, here's a text from Dad Damien. I need a holiday. Uh, I'm sick of hearing duty of care to your opponent. What oh. about to yourself? If Maynard hadn't protected himself, both players probably would have been seriously injured. That's from Damien. Damien, I understand where you're coming from here. Don't totally agree with it with this one, though, Roach. Would you like to be Michael Christian? Yes. Right. No, but go ahead. I'm going to put you in the chair to assess this one. First of all, you must decide conduct. Intentional or careless? Careless. Impact, severe, high, medium, low? Severe. Is the contact high? Yes. Or to the body? High. Well, then three matches and you're going to the tribunal. Even with accidental? There is no accidental No, anymore. well, I thought... Uh, no, this is the latest one. This is the latest one. If you go... Oh, I did it before it came out at two, then well, I thought... if it's to if the hadn't... body, it's two. If it's high, it's three. You I misled went... me. I had it at two before, and I thought with an early plea it could go to one. No, it's three in tribunal. He's going to the tribunal. Under You've this. changed that during the ad no, break? I went, no, we went and printed out the latest one. Not oh, the you were going one. off the old, the old one. one? yeah. Oh, well, why don't you own that? Because we were doing it fresh then. That's I didn't confusing. want it to be rehearsed. Oh, <laughs> rehearsed. No, you... under that, if you're judging it careless, severe, high, it's three matches and you must appear before the tribunal. There you are, you can can I get down? All right. We'll flesh it out. Uh, we need to go to the news route. It's uh, 3.33. We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Just after 3.30, Kimbo on the Reach with you. We are here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. And we're live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. Just a reminder, the dominator, Wayne Johnson, Carlton superstar, coming up after four o'clock to preview tonight's big game against Sydney. And Daryl Wakeland, part of the SEN family, a premiership player, joins us after 4.30. But right now, Reach, we're going to talk to a little champion. No, he's a large champion. He's bigger than both of us. He's an absolute <laughs> beauty. He was drafted... In 2009 at pick 17, that says you can play. He went on to play 73 games for Geelong, seven for Sydney, only 80 games, but he was cruel no, by knee injuries. That. Should have played 300, but yeah. he got a premiership with the Mighty Eagles, Woodville West Torrens, mm-hmm. and won a Ken Farmer medal. And he'll be calling all the action with Paul Bonzer in the Sandville on Sunday. Two huge games. Who am I talking about, Roach? You're talking about our good friend, Dan Menzel. Dan, welcome to the show. Boys, how's that for an intro? That's um, very good of you, Kimbo. There's some good info there. But no, thanks for having me on. No, we love you. You're a very good man, but you want to be good. We had Jack Hanathon last week, and he was brilliant. 
Yeah, I've played a bit of footy with Jack, so um, Jack is brilliant. I'm going to stand by that as well. <laughs> All right. Two big games. They get underway on Sunday. I think the Royal Show's finished by then. Yes. Ruth, so hopefully some a bigger crowd. <laughs> Shall uh, we ask Dan? What? Our key question. Uh, say that again? Shall we ask Dan the key question? Well, you've, inter- they, you've interrupted. You might as well. Should they be having finals other than the grand final at Adelaide Oval, Dan? Should we be in it's suburbia? Oh, it's a, it's an interesting debate. I've, I've spoken with a few people about this, and I think you get a different answer from everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, players love playing at Adelaide Oval, so I think if they had their way, they would keep it at Adelaide Oval just because amazing grounds, amazing decks. And I'll be honest, if I was a Sturt player, I don't know if I'd want to be playing at Wigan Oval at the moment um, with the, the ground condition compared to Adelaide Oval. So... I understand both arguments, but I'm happy with them at Adelaide Oval. Really, every coach, every well, coach we we've spoken to, yeah, every coach we've spoken to in the Sandfall would like them at the suburban grounds, like uh, Sturt and Glenelg. Yeah, had if, seven. if they're the home team. Yeah, yes, well, yeah. if you earn the right, you yeah. should be rewarded. I mean, they were two magnificent games on the weekend, and they say there were eight thousand there, but gee, you, you couldn't see anyone. They must have been sitting up in the bleachers. Yeah, it's, oh, it's an interesting one. I think that if. If you're a standalone team and you're a Glenelg, for example, and you play your finals at home and then you take on, for example, the Crows in the grand final at Adelaide Oval without having played there in the previous finals, I think it's an advantage to the Crows. So I think teams don't mind the sharpen up and playing on that ground that they've got to win it at. And Sturt's a great example. They play on a small ground. They they want to win the premiership. They've got to be playing good footy at uh, Adelaide Oval. All right. We like all, all different opinions. I reckon they have a training run during the week and yep. they should be able to deal with that. Hey, some great footy, as we mentioned last week. Your old mob, Central District, showed a stack of courage mm. against Port Adelaide. They take on Sturt. I think this is a little tougher. Although they've troubled Sturt all year. I'm talking to Dan. Yeah. It's <laughs> an interesting one. I, I agree, Kimbo, that it is tougher. However, the double blues, it's... Not been a great week for them. Will Kumlis is out suspended this week. Mm. Clay, um, Guy Page has a hamstring. Doyle was out. And unfortunately, Paddy Wilson's got a partial ACL tear and Ooh. is done for the season. So that's four massive players that would be in that team uh, that will not be there on the weekend. So it's lined up quite nicely for the Dogs. Uh, I think that they need to play even better than they did last week to be mm. a chance. But I, I, I see this as a line ball game. I really do with those outs. I agree, Dan. And I would think even though they have not won their two games against Sturt this year, Central District would walk out of those two games saying, we have put them on the ropes. We get our act together. We get them in the final. Yeah, and the other thing that Roach is, they are finishing games as well as mm. any. They are backing in their fitness level at the moment and the fact that they play at ex-convenience oval on the biggest ground yes. in the world so yep. they will be backing themselves that against Sturt who play at Wigan Oval almost the smallest ground in the world they'll be backing their fitness that if they're in the game and if they can stay in the game for longer then they'll be good enough so I do see this coming down to the last quarter a close yeah. game. Alright, uh, what can you tell us about Justin Hoken who plays his 200th Sandful game? Yeah, Hosko's um, been... He's played a number of positions at the Dogs. It's, he's sort of the Mr. Fixit. He goes down to half-back when they need to get some intercept and some rebound run, but then he's also played a fair bit up forward and then through the midfield. So he's one that just plugs holes for you, and he, he's probably not athletically gifted in any way. It's just his natural ability and smarts that is why he's played 200 sample games and, and done that at a very high rate. And you're tipping, just to put it on the record, between Sturt and Central and a margin? 
Uh, I'm going to go with the Central's fans get into me, so I'm going to back him in for this one, and I'm going to go by four points the dogs. Ooh, okay. Four points the doggy, so a close one. Glenelg take on Adelaide. That was a wonderful game to watch. Uh, Sturt leading by about 35 points. They had Adelaide on toast. Adelaide fought back twice and eventually got the chockies. Glenelg, we spoke to Liam McBean. You've played in final series and you've won a premiership. Uh, they're playing one game in four weeks. Is that a great preparation? It's it's a very interesting question. I think with Glenelg, and I spoke with Lockie Hosey about this this week, is they had a few guys that were a little bit underdone and in doubt last weekend if they had to play. So I actually think that the break is going to be good mm. for them. It's going to have them freshened up. They're going to be cherry ripe to go. So I think that it will help in this case. Now, obviously, if they win, then it means they're straight through the grand final and maybe the prep isn't ideal. But I remember in 2021 when we played Glenelg and, and made it through to the grand final, if we didn't win that game, we would have had a few guys that probably wouldn't have played the prelim. So as a player, you take the week off. Dan, if we look at Adelaide in the AFL season, whereby every time a defender fell by injury, they kept calling up a young soldier and they held it together. What's left at a sample level for them to be able to hold out all those attacking options that Glenelg has? Yeah, I think this is a really interesting part of this game. Is the For mine, the biggest player in this game is actually not playing, and that's Kieran Strawn for the Crows. Oh, yes. The fact that he is not back in means that they're probably mm-hmm. going to have to ruck Gallant, mm-hmm. and that takes away from their forward line. Now, Borlase is the other option, but... You can't ruck ball ace because you've got Liam McBean, you've got yes. Lockie Hosey, and you've got Luke Reynolds for Glenelg. So he needs to be in the back line, which I think we'll see. Um, but what I think that does is it means that Toby Pink and Max Proud, without Gallant up there in the forward line, will just control that back line for Glenelg. And it definitely puts me and swings me in the direction of the Bays um, mm. to be too strong without that dominant ruck for the Crows. Yeah, I agree. And we spoke to Mickey Gordon. He led us to believe, wait till we get our hands on Mickey, that uh, Strawny would be okay. Not the case. And we saw James Borlase in the ruck against Sturt. It, uh, it doesn't come naturally to him. Adelaide lose uh, Matty Wright, so all that experience and he's so smart around the goals. Mm. And Nan Curvis as well, who looks a genuine talent. Yeah, it definitely does, and, and you're right. That experience with Wright going out is going to hurt the Crows, and then Curvis, we know what he's showed so far this season. So I think for mine, for Adelaide to win the game, they will back in their outside run. They're AFL players that can use their speed, and, and they've been able to kick high scores at Adelaide over this season against Port Adelaide in the showdown twice, and even against the Eagles, we played in a game where they kicked 100, no issues. Um, for Glenelg, on the flip side, I think across the ground, they will match up better, mm-hmm. so... They just need to stop the potent offence of the Crows, and I think they will be too good. And last one, Dan. Matty Crouch gets a two-year deal. Common sense prevails, uh, but not available, not playing in the sand for. Is that common sense as well? Uh, I think that's his manager saying there is no way you will be stepping out there to yep. play in the sample because what's the upside? I mean, as a player in that position, I have no doubt he's going, do I want to do this? I'm, potentially, I do. Like, I, mm. I'll get to play with mates, maybe win yep. a flag. Um, but not just that. The other thing is he'd back himself in that he would say, I will be the best player in the competition in this final series by a mile. Yeah. And so there'd be that element. But at the same time, you get on the phone to the manager and he goes, no, what if you do a serious injury and then that two years is derailed because of this? So it is, common sense has prevailed. Yeah, Dan, I agree. We've asked you all the tough questions. Here we go. Now we want you to sit in the match review on, officer's chair. Hang on. We'll just get a selection, a final selection oh, of yes. margin on that one, that game, the Adelaide Glenelg game. Yeah, I'm going to go Glenelg by 20 points. Very good. Right, Rich. Now, Hit him with Michael it. Christian has stepped aside. 
The AFL's called you. They've put you in front of a monitor and you're looking at the Maynard incident from the final last night at the MCG. Your verdict, sir? My verdict is that he gets off. Now, that might not be everyone's opinion. Um, I would expect that he gets off for a week. The point I would have with this, and if I'm making the decision, I think he gets off, but I also think that there potentially, the question I have for you guys is, is there a finals tax on this at all? Um, Knowing that if it's two weeks, he misses the grand final. Does that come into it or it shouldn't, but does it? I think it does. Uh, I think what will happen, you can manufacture an argument either way in this situation. You can say, yes, he was trying to smother the ball, but it was still front-on contact. He did manage to turn the shoulder mid-air. You know, they'll suggest, and we've heard some of the ridiculous suggestions that's come out of the tribunal in the past, Roach, that a player should have done XXX in in a microsecond. I think they will manufacture a result somehow that he gets one game, and if they're good enough to make the grand final, he will play the grand final. That is my guesstimate of how this will play out because concussion is such a big issue. We touched on it earlier in the show. Like, you see all the advert. When it happened, you're watching Channel 7. Then it goes to the promo for Spotlight for John Platten with what he's going through at the moment. And I'm living that firsthand as Mm. they're living with me at the moment. And it is real. So I just don't think in this day and age the AFL cannot penalise someone for knocking someone out, whether it was an accident or not. Yeah, and that argument is probably what I think will happen, and I agree with you that uh, I'm, I'm okay with one week. The, mm. the point I'd probably make for the Maynard side is having played in finals and high-pressure games at MCG, the speed of the game and everything happens so yeah. quickly and the adrenaline is so high that you run and you jump and you do these things without even thinking about it. And you've all of a sudden hit someone as they've kicked and potentially gone down a little bit. So I feel for him in this situation because I agree. People are saying it was on purpose and everything else. That's not what's happened in no. this occasion. But I do completely understand your point, Kimbo, that with everything that's happening, you've got to make the right call for the future. And I would be happy with one week, um, but I'd equally be happy with, with him getting off. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm probably with you there. Hey, your broadcast starts at 11.30 with Paul Bonzer. He's a good man. He's so passionate about the Sandford. We really look forward to your coverage on SEN. Two cracking games, Sturt taking on the Doggies and Glenelg taking on Adelaide. That all gets underway on Sunday. Coverage starts at 11.30. Really appreciate your time, Dan, and we look forward to listening to your call on the weekend. No, I can't wait. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Thanks for having Dan. me on. He's an absolute ripper. Roach, he'll take our job. Oh, yeah, why not? Why not? He's a good man. I can't hang on. Can't what are you doing? Oh, my goodness. We are live on air, and Roach is just gesticulating. I had no idea what he was doing. He has had the run out to go to the toilet. I cannot believe it. I wonder what was happening there. All right, I'm here by myself, so we might as well go to a break. Um, uh, SENSA is your home of Host Plus Sample League. Listen live every weekend right here on SENSA. After being in the media for 30 years, you'd think he'd be able to say, Kimbo, I've got to go and use the amenities. No, he just runs off in silence. Uh, It's all happening here. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch.
3.55 on a Friday afternoon. Big night of footy coming up. Sydney taking on Carlton. That's going to be a cracker. It's Kimbo and no Roach at the moment. He is still not back from the men's. He is staggering this. Sometimes I question if he really is human. Uh, what have we got? Uh, text coming through thick and fast. Roachy, you exhibit no professionalism. That's from Mario. Mario, I'm, I am with you. Another one. No, we heard it. Better get the prostate check, Michelangelo. Go, you dogs. Cheers, Stewie. What else have we got? Hey, Kimbo, tell Roach to get his prostate checked. Uh, sudden urges could be a sign of something worse. Cheers, Jimbo. And that is serious. Uh, everyone, once you get to 30, 35, should get it checked. Um, another one here says, wow, is that available on live stream? I've always heard Roach stirring the shizen, but I'd love to see what it looks like. I can tell you, Bum Fluff Benny has put that up online already. You can actually have a look at it. And ladies and gentlemen, I am far from perfect, and boys and girls, I am very flawed human, but sometimes I have absolutely no idea where his mind goes. We can be chatting in an ad break, and I'll say, Root, we've only got two and a half minutes. We need to talk about XXX. And next thing you know, we'll be talking about his rosellas or how he's found some thicker bed socks. He is a weird human. Wayne Johnson coming up at four o'clock. I'm starting to concern. Oh, oh hello. Oh. Hello, welcome back, Cotter. Round of applause. My goodness. Put Rob De Castilla hasn't run as far as Roach, put your headset on. Whoa. That's you... how I felt. Oh, Roach, fair dinkum. Get a rubber band or tie a knot. I oh, know you probably wouldn't have the... No, you wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly When you have that. to go, you have to go. Well, go in an ad break. If I held on to the ad break... Oh, no, here's a ridiculous idea. Go in the ad break before you got the urge. I didn't have the urge then. Well, you need to get your prostate checked. Uh, so you can, anyone, this is serious, go to www.cancer.org.au for more information. Right, you need I a will. check. I will. When did you last have it checked? Uh, February. Did you? Yes. Just the blood test? A whole lot. It's not really necessary nowadays, Roach. I've got a no, feeling no, my no, doctor no, is a sadistic man. Stop, stop. Uh, here we go. Uh, you can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL <laughs> live on ESPN, mm-hmm. available via KO and Foxtel, and Sunday via 10 Peach and 10 Play. Mm-hmm. Now, together with your old mob, the advertiser, we're looking for Australia's basketball super coach. There's a prize pool including cash, merchandise, and NBL experiences worth over $10,000 for your local club, your coach, and you. Plus, register to play Supercoach for your chance to win a bonus $2,500. All you have to do is head to iCanWin.com.au for more details. All my doctors have worked or do work for the Adelaide Football Club. Do you reckon that's connected to it? No, no, no. I think if there was any alignment there, you'd be dead by now, Roach, with some <laughs> of the articles you've written. So I wouldn't they're, be going down that. that line. No. Here's one, drink less coffee. Roach actually drinks tea. He does have a short black. Um Young is the text. Young Welsh kicked six for the Eagles in the under-18s this week, mm. and I hear there is another Michael Annie at Norwood. A run of father-sons for Crows soon. Uh, any more on the cards? Matt in Brisbane. I've heard that Scotty Welsh's lad goes well, can play. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So uh, just a reminder as well, as we come up to the 4 o'clock news route, you've yeah. missed the last half hour. Um, <laughs> how are you going? Wasn't that long, was no, it? Oh, I hope you take that off your pay slip. Uh, nearest the pin, 
Hutchie, dock him. If uh, we took it off your pace, that we'd be able to do an annex to the studio and have a bathroom. What would my wife taking it off? What your paycheck? When? Whenever we can. What do you mean? <laughs> well, you're the star of the show. You get the big budget. I don't get a musical plane. <laughs> Uh, nearest the pin, Port and the Lions, who wins and by how much? Uh, Carlton and Sydney, who wins and by how much? Tiebreaker question, how many goals did Charlie Dixon kick? This is the IGA, nearest the pin, it's worth $300. A $300 IGA voucher, have a crack, only one entry per phone number. All right, Daniel from Findon says Brisbane by 13, Carlton by 27, and Cameron to kick three goals. All right, Roach, I think we've got time. We can be a little fraction late here. But I'd, I'd love to hear from um, Simon Goodwin. Uh, no, we won't. I apologise. We've heard enough of him. We heard him last night. Let's hear Kenny <laughs> Hinckley. No. That's right. Well, we did. Yeah. We did. And Kenny Hinckley spoke this morning. This is Kenny talking about Scott Lysett and Trent McKenzie coming back into the side. Yeah, Scott's good. We've had the bonus of getting two games into him at Sanford level, which was really, really important for us. And um, you know, he's in pretty good shape at the moment. And we're optimistic around what Scott means to us when he's in good form. Amazing what the timing with what happened with time at training. And so Trent was um, significant in, in for us this week, given that Tom wouldn't have played anyhow. So uh, the reality was uh, getting Trent back is pretty important. Now, after we've spoken to the Dominator, Wayne Johnston, about tonight's game, that's happening at four o'clock, uh, we'll revisit Kenny. He was pushed on the Oppenheimer theme today. Mm. I listened to it. I'll be interested in your views, Roach. Um, I could understand where the journalist was coming from, but I equally understood where Kenny was coming from. But he got a little bit bristly. Yeah, because the context is that Port Adelaide's hit on a film that has a dark context of death. You know, mm. thousands and thousands of lives. It was Japan under the atom bomb, but... It's a popular film, isn't it? People aren't boycotting the film, are they? No, I haven't. I haven't no. seen it. I, I can see both sides of it. And the context is working together, just like Ollie Wines and Ryan Burton have told us. It's about mm. team and how many people it takes to achieve a goal. Yep, yep. Well, he could have used the Barbie movie. No. Okay. No. Four o'clock news. No, 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 no. And then the Dominator. No. You have to go again. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Four minutes past four on a Friday afternoon. Cannot wait for tonight's game. Sydney and Carlton. Who are you tipping, Rooch? Carlton. They are red-hot favourites. I think this is going to be really close. Or really, they might be really red-hot favourites, but we're going all blue with well, we, Carl. We are going all blue. If you're a blue supporter, you can jump onto the app, and we have Blues Radio. Mm. So tonight the game will be commentated by Andy Marr, who's a Carlton Tragic, Oof. Mark McClure, and the Dominator, whom we're meant to be talking to now, but we're having trouble getting through. I think he's on the phone at the moment. So we will grab him very shortly, Roots. Just quickly, a reminder, my holiday's Friday FOMO offer will be announced today, a little bit later in the show. So stick around to hear that. It's a wonderful holiday. If you like barley, you'll love it. All right. I've been corrected because I did make a blue trying to uh, talk about nearest the pin. Our tiebreaker is for Charlie Cameron. Mm. Apparently I said Dixon. Well, it happens. Why didn't you pick me up, Rooch? You didn't notice. 
So it's not Dixon. Sorry, people are saying Dixon. It's Charlie Cameron. Dixon is not playing. Charlie Cameron's playing his 200th. He is the tiebreaker. I humbly apologise. Um, if you've put Dixon in there, we'll change that to Cameron, or you can put in another, have another well, Dixon's obvious zero. <laughs> well, I know. But see, this one says, Kim, you meant Cameron, not Dixon, as the tiebreaker, yes, didn't yes. you? Yes. So, oh, someone here. Look at this one. Uh, mm. No name on this one. Uh, Blue Swans a draw. Blues by four in extra time. Oh. Brisbane by 60. I cannot see that. Cameron to kick six. Mm. That's for a $300 IGA voucher. A number of other ones saying, sorry, I got Dixon wrong. I apologise. Matt, uh, we'll take that as Charlie yeah, Cameron. But one of them's got Dixon three goals. How's that going to happen? Well, we'll just make it. They can either change it. We get the numbers. Uh, Kim, I don't know how we can pick Dixon in the nearest the pin. He isn't playing. I think you mean Cameron. I know. I apologise. <laughs> I apologise. Well, while um, we're waiting for the dominator, um, do you want to flesh out the Ken Inkley moment this morning at the press conference, Re Oppenheimer? I, well, I, I think we should. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. I, genu- no, I genuinely don't. Yeah. You're driving this. Just a quickie, though, Roach from Ethel from Ethelton's worried about you. Roachy, I can get you a special deal on adult, adult diapers because Ethel's in her 90s. Another one, Richie's voice has changed. You can tell he's recently lost weight. Uh, no, <laughs> you uh, clean that up. Yeah, yeah, no, well, I don't think it was an ablution. I hope not. <laughs> we don't want to go there. Kim, you said Dixon, you doofus. That's the Gold Coast Crow. I know, Tony. That's, need to be rude. That's, no, he's a good friend. That's the pressure of having to work alone because Rich is just here one minute and piddling himself the next. All right. <laughs> wow. What's happening with Kenny? Well, he got hit up more than once on the issue of using Oppenheimer, the film on Robert Oppenheimer, the physicist whose mm-hmm. team was part of Project Manhattan that developed the atom bomb, which was part of a significant moment in World War II with America and the U- and Japan. Now we, we, we broke this story. Yes, Ryan Burton told us don't on dob, Tuesday. Don't no, dob him no. in. So the issue is, is it the appropriate film to use as a theme in a final series? And Ken's a little agitated about taking that stance. But that's a silly question to put in the same conversation. No, I can't. No, because you're inaccurate with what the theme was around them and what we've talked around with that. It was talked around, and I just explained. I think you may have been late for the press conference. I just explained it was around a group of people coming together and the need to work together to get an outcome. Not Let's not go to that, that dark spot that you're trying to take it. I think it's unfair. That was the outcome. Yeah, it's an unfair thing to put, throw up that you think we're talking no, around no, no, that. No, no, no. That's, that's the outcome of Boston. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie, boys, so. Now, that, that went on for some time. I did hear the full press interview, and, and Ken was defensive, and he was, um, he was, yeah, he was, he was standing his ground, and he had a right to explain himself. Hmm. No, because no. we know that they're not deliberately trying to take it to the dark places. We know the ramification of what happened with the atomic bomb. Yeah, but the theme is you've got a major project, a major challenge under enormous pressure, which you can imagine the project that happened was that. You have to work as a team to come up with something that hasn't been done before. Yep. And if you have a look at Port Adelaide since 2007, it's clearly they have a big project ahead, which is yep. to win a premiership. No, I'm, I'm You must you. work as a team and there must be a lot of people involved in it. Now, people can debate, but I'm, I'm asking again the question, Kim, has anyone said that Oppenheimer should be banned as a film? No, but that's different. It's not being as used as a motivational tool for a game of footy to win a game of footy. But only one aspect of it is. No, I, I know. Yeah. Well, you just asked me. I, I'm not up in arms in it, Rooch. 
if you said to me when we found out when we went to the ad break, um, would have I if I was in the media department, I would have said, eh, can we find another angle, another movie? Not Barbie, please. No, no. I'm just saying I, I would have gone that way. Um, is that fair enough or not? Depends what options you give me. But I, I understand well, what you they're option. doing. I'm giving you an option. Yeah. Would you stay with that or would you look for something Well, I else? want to see how they've used it before I could make a call. If they've just cut out the bit about a special segment of the film, and I haven't seen the film either, no. and it's the key message is, guys, the only way we can do this is when yep. we work together and it's standing in a room with a lot of people, then I'd say it is appropriate. Yeah. Oh, I don't think we need to give it too much more oxygen. Uh, Kim, is Ethel from Ethelden a real person or a made-up name? She must know Victor from Victor Harbour and oh. Al from Albert and from Daniel. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's very close to Roxanne from Roxby Downs as well. Right. Okay, no, she's real. Been married four times. We're going to a break, then we're coming back with The Dominator. Yep. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. On a Friday afternoon, our next guest is a Hall of Famer. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. Not a bad day outside, 11.8 degrees. And we're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Looking forward to chatting to our next guest. There's a big game on tonight, Rooch, at the G. It gets underway at 7.20. SEN will have two coverages. There's AFL Nation that kicks off from 5.30, an extended preview. And then we're doing Blues Radio. I... I, I Give a warning out here, Rooch. If you don't barrack for Carlton, I wouldn't be listening to this coverage. It'll be so parochial, you will not believe it. I Andy Marr. I don't barrack for Carlton, but I'm going to listen because they have three personalities here who are worth listening to. Big personalities. Andy Marr, Mark McClure, and a man that epitomised the saying, pressure makes diamonds, one of the Best big-time players ever, mm. four-time premiership player, Hall of Famer for the Carlton Football Club, Wayne Johnston. The Dominator joins us. Hello, Wayno. Hi, guys. How are you? Not bad. Uh, are you happy your mob's back in finals after 10 years? It was unheard of, something like that, back in your day. Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm very happy for them. Uh, look, they've endured a bit of pain, or the club has endured a bit of pain, but sometimes they've got to endure a little bit to get some success. And last year hurt a little bit, our run towards the mm. finals. But, you know, that's over and done with now. And, uh, look, we're, we're playing the Swans here tonight and uh, we're looking forward to it and uh, may the best team win, which hopefully will be us. Wayne, what did you learn about your football club when it didn't go so well in the middle of the year and there was a fair bit of pressure on the club oh, president yeah. and on the club coach, but they stood together? Yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah, well, I'll go in and saying this, that um, last, when, when Bossy took over, I know Michael well. I, I was up in Queensland when he was playing footy and, yeah, I, I just said to the club, if Michael Voss is coach, I want to support the club unconditionally. So I don't make comments on how they, you know, whether they play badly or good or excellent. I just go with the flow and support the club. And I've done no different uh, this year. Um, that Essendon game when we got belted and uh, we were in mm-hmm. real trouble. With, we, I think we made 27 tackles for the game, which is pretty abhorrent. You know, the next week we played the Gold Coast and we turned it around. And we've won nine out of ten, and I haven't changed my status. I uh, support the club, and I let Vossi and the coaching staff do their job. And uh, 
we just support them along the way, and tonight's no different. The game's always better when Carlton are up and about. They've got a huge supporter base. Uh, you were a big-time player, as I mentioned. You played in four premierships. You were used to being yeah. tagged. Back in the day, you could get rid of a tagger through different means that aren't available to players yeah. now. How, how, how did we do that, mate? Do you remember? <laughs> I can remember. Uh, Patrick Cripps, there's a lot of talk. He's playing his first final that he may get a lot of attention. Yeah. What would be your advice to him to... To shake off a tagger. It's, it's interesting that um, I used to study, you know, before the start of the year, I, you know, I'd look at the teams and look at the four or five people that may tag me or, or not tag me or whatever. Mm. And sometimes you've got a reverse psychology on a lot of people. Like when you're playing as a half forward, you know, I used to lay tackles on half backs and they thought, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> or you'd chase them down and, and you'd taunt them and they go, geez, he's not supposed to do that. And you can be a little bit different. Obviously, you can run them into packs and you can be, you know, help help get uh, some support from your teammates as well. Um, look, we, we saw uh, young McGuinness on, on Dacos not long ago. Mm. And, and that was a pretty heavy tag. We hadn't seen that for a long time, but it seemed to work. And poor young Dacos got a bad knee out of it. But look, it's horses for courses. A lot of the taggers tend to last only a minimal amount of time in football. Mm. They, they don't hang around for years. It's a pretty tough gig for them too. But what? all in all, you've just got to understand your own skill set and look at their look at their weakest link and try to expose it and, and stay to your strengths. So, Wayne, as Kim pointed out, you were Mr. September and there are a lot of Carlton players who haven't known about September. So how do they deal with all those pre-final nerves and making sure that they don't just stumble once they get onto the big stage and tonight? And stuff it up. Well, yeah, I think what we've been over the last 10 weeks, and yeah, look, you've got to forget about last week a little bit. There was... Few things going on. Obviously, mm. with GWS needing to make the finals, Charlie getting the Coleman, we we couldn't move from where we were. It's about an undeniable trust within each other and within the group. There's no doubting that. I mean, I think from 1979, oh, my first ten years were all finals. Yeah, <laughs> and it was all it was all about you know not just self belief but being honest to your teammates. And I think you know apart from the GWS game, I think we've been pretty honest with our teammates and each other and the club itself over that nine-week period. Um, it's a holistic view now in football. So not so much individuals anymore. It's the whole group mm-hmm. having to get together, same game plan, same mindset, and uh, yeah, just try to win the game in that manner. And, and don't go out and have too many beers like we used to. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, John, on, a, on, a, on a, a broader scale, you've been watching footy for a long, long time. Do you like the game mm-hmm. the way it is at the moment? And is there doesn't have to be from Carlton. Do you have a couple of players that you really bloody love watching? Well, it's funny you should say that because I did a, a thing with the Herald Sun, I think in Channel 7 the other day, and they asked me, uh, it's sort of integrating our type of football, you know, from our football culture to today's. Mm. And I'm starting to thoroughly enjoy uh, the, the boys themselves. And then they said to me, what, which player would I like to be? And I said it with a joke. I said, oh, Charlie Kerno, but I forgot he's six foot six and a half, and I'm not really <laughs> sort of that height. But just the same, I'd love to be a Charlie. But like, the thing I like is that our game has got better, just as a club, personally, Carlton. And uh, I like the footy we play. Uh, to watch Charlie play, I, you know, to me, at this moment, I still think he's the best pro in that comp. He gets double teamed. Ooh. I remember we played Collingwood. He had Moore. He had Murphy all over him. And it allows other players to get involved. So, look, I've changed my view from the game, what it was sometimes in the early 2000s. Uh, even last year, uh, last couple of years, but um, yeah, this year there's a couple of the clubs like uh, Collingwood really set the world alight last mm-hmm. year and this year. Um, and Melbourne are playing some good footy. 
uh, sorry, Port Adelaide, Brisbane. Now we're playing some good footy in Sydney even. You know, there's, there's some good footy being played. It's just a, it's a hard game now. You know, we've got a lot of rotations and interchanges yep. because the game is ballistic. Wayne, totally ballistic. Uh, what, tricky question, but you've coached before. What would you do with Harry McKay to try and turn around his form a bit? He, he's bereft of confidence at the moment. Um, I, I look, I'm not too sure what was going on. Once again, I've got to be careful. I mean, I mean, I, I, I know he had problems with his kicking and all that, but mm. I don't get involved too much with that. Um, you know, look, he's come back, he had four kicks in the first game back and no tackles, but that was his first game back. I wasn't too sure what, what his stats were last week in that game, but it hasn't been too much. But I, look, for me, we've got DeConning, we've got Petnet, we've got him, and you, know, you can sort of rotate them maybe as a, a three-way ruck, ruck dueling. They can rotate out of the forward line, they can rotate off the bench. But we just don't need one ruckman. I think we did it against Gorn when we played Melbourne. The Conning and Pettenay really went to town on Gorney because he's such a good player. So I think it's important to have the bigs. But uh, as a as a centre half forward at the moment, well, we'll have to wait and see tonight. I mean, it's, it's third game up. It's time to produce. He's, I would suggest. He's and, due. Uh, and, he's due. Yeah. Hey, what's, well, he's your, due what's, your, also, what's your tip? Yeah, well, I know. What's your tip? Oh look, I, I think you know, to me we're here to win. We finished fifth on the ladder. We earned the, the right to finish fifth. Sydney finished eighth. Mm. Um, you know, look, look they're, they're, they've got to come to Melbourne. Let me tell you, you said it's 11.9 over there. I don't even know whether it's 0.9 here at the moment. It's that oh. bloody cold. It's oh. <laughs> oh. brutal. And they're, com- they're coming down from Sydney from 26 degrees or something. So, But, look, I, I would think that we can win this game. A Cripper, Walshy, Chera, mm. yeah, they're back and they're actually fit. You know, um, it's just... Yeah, you know, I mean, we don't. We're not carrying anyone at the moment. It's obviously, Sylvani's still out with an injury, but we've got a full group probably for the first time for the year. That we've got probably one of our best teams on the field, so there's no excuses. And um, if we can win the stuff in the centre, that'd be very, very handy. Um, and Sydney haven't been overly, you know, you know super, you know, super in their games. I mean, obviously they had mm. that funny thing with Adelaide, but uh, that stuff happens. Look, it's a final. It's here in Melbourne. It could be could rain all night. The wind could blow, and it could be a low scoring game. So any anything goes. But look, I, I think Carlton will win the game, and they deserve to. And if uh, well, if they do, well, we'll be celebrating late into into tonight. You'll be celebrating during the call. That's what it's all about. We look forward to your coverage tonight. Blues Radio. You can grab it on the SEN app. It will yeah. be Andy Marr, Mark McClure, and the Dominator. Yeah. This will be the most you... biased call ever. <laughs> Can you explain to me what I have to do? Because no one's told me. No, you just sit <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, it's quite clear. You make sure Andy Marr doesn't cry and you just keep Mark McClure in check. <laughs> yeah, no, heaven forbid. Well, he never, gave, he never gave me one handball in his life, McClure. No, he didn't <laughs> like handballing. But, uh, yes, you, you want to keep me an either. eye on Andy Marr. Because, yeah, Andy Marr's the worry. Yeah, but you could kick. Uh, Andy Marr's the worry. If you lose this game, there's nothing no. worse than a grown man sobbing like he yeah, does. Well, he, he, gave me a, he gave me a T-shirt tonight to wear, so... Yeah, he's up to something, Andy. Well, okay. well, he must like it. He normally charges for everything. He's a bit like the Roach. Hey, yeah, we, yeah well, I'll, I'll check later. Wayne, we really appreciate uh, chatting no, to thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. The Dominator, we look forward to listening. The coverage is on the app from 7 o'clock. If you want a more normal, balanced call, you can go to AFL Nation. That preview starts at 5.30, goes all the way through Roach. Uh, that will be interesting. Collingwood were the first ever to do this. Eddie Maguire was yes. involved. I'm trying to think who did hit it. Red, they had Strawny. Hit Red for Ed? Who? Was it Hit Red for Ed? 
I'm not was sure, but there was uh, Strawny was oh, involved yes. in the, and yeah. they made this big song and dance about it and Collingwood got belted. <laughs> so it was very hard to be parochial. Uh, that'll be interesting. All right, we've got to go to a break, Roots. A lot of texts coming through for you. People are concerned about your health. And, That's uh, very kind. But look, it? he's had a good life and I get the mountains. Kona is here, bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Thirty-one on a Friday afternoon, big night of footy. Love finals footy, Rooch. Your side's in it tomorrow. That's six fifty-five. Gee, I hope they get off to a fast start. I hope they just win at the end. Yeah, well, I don't care about the start at the moment. It is a really winnable game. I don't I hope I don't end up with googie egg on my face. I don't think I will. Uh, home ground advantage yep. is an advantage, yep. but uh, Port are very good. And over that home ground, the Gabba, our spies up in Brisbane, have spotted a leer a leer at training. So he's That's okay. Right. So we had a text a little bit earlier. There were concerns because his knee was strapped. Uh, we spoke about, well, you did, Roach, before I get hate mail, uh, about Kenny and uh, what's it called? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Uh, this text says, hi, guys. Does Ken say at the end of the press conference he hasn't seen the movie? Shouldn't he watch the movie and see the ending before using it for motivation? This could literally, oh, this could literally blow up on him. Uh, Glenn from Salisbury Heights, boom, boom. And then we've got a few that said, uh, seriously, guys, don't give this topic oxygen. It's ridiculous. I understand where you're coming from there. But... We report on everything. Roach brought it up, and it was a fair slab of the conference today, or the press conference, wasn't it? Got a bit heated, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we've covered off on it. No, he's one more. Regarding Port's use of Oppenheimer, there is a club whose nickname is the Bombers. Mm. No worries about that, though, Dan, of Broadview. I reckon we let it go. We all know the attentions aren't meant to be um, anything dark. Hi, Kim. Port will won. Will win. <laughs> they better than Brisbane. And will Richmond look at Don Pike as the coach they need as as an experienced coach? That's from Sue. Um, I think any club roots that's looking for a new coach should look at Don Pike. He's a beauty. An absolute ripper. Well, there's only Richmond at the moment, isn't there? Mm. Uh, Benny from Greenacres, lads, classic media blowing the stuff out of the park as usual. Cheers, boys. That must be regards to the Oppenheimer. That's how the media works. That's why I'm not a part of it. Here's another one, Roach. <laughs> Here we go. Never have been. Right. On my man, get stuff, Roach. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Sorry, Mum. Uh, hi, guys. When... <laughs> Daryl, oh, here we go. When Daryl is on, can you please pass on a message for me? I had my 60th birthday celebrations on Saturday night at the precinct and a friend presented me with a Port Adelaide Guernsey signed by Daryl, my all-time favourite power player. Just wanted to say big thank you to him. Cheers, Kerry. Well, we'll do that. Daryl Wakeland's coming up next. One of the good guys of the footy world. Still Rich. moves well. What, uh, dancing? What are you talking about, Rich? Well, when he came into the cafe for our meeting. Mm-hmm. Do you think the young ladies didn't just oh, fall over? Oh, he's very handsome, man. Oh. I give him grief. We've had a few nights. One blushed. Uh, really? Yes. Well, and he's such a gentleman, too. Yes. I think he t- tints his eyelashes. You can really? ask him about that. I've been saying that to him for 20 years. I don't know yeah. if it's true. Oh, yeah. If not, he's got the most perfect eyelashes <laughs> for a male ever. All righty, it's 434 <laughs>
The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Thirty-eight. Appreciate your company and all the correspondence that is coming through. Stack of texts coming through, especially for our nearest the pin. Tell us who wins between the Lions and Port tomorrow, and by how much. Likewise, tonight's game between Carlton and Sydney. Give us the margin. The tiebreaker question is: How many goals will Charlie Cameron kick? And we have a $300 IGA voucher up for grabs. One entry per phone number, though. If you put in two, we can tell you won't win it. All right, good luck with that one. Before we get to our next guest, Rooch, I was meant to do this before the 4.30 news. Um, This is about our uh, big FOMO holiday. And now the Friday FOMO is here. You can escape to five-star Mulia Resort in Noosa Dua for six nights from $1,890. All you have to do is call My Holiday, 1300 696 222. Just quickly, a text here, Rooch, before we get to Daryl Wakelin, our favourite. Hi, Kimba and Rooch. Why did Port even publicly announce the Oppenheimer theme to they the media? Didn't. They Would, didn't. Wouldn't it have been better to keep it under wraps? That's mm, from Blake. Who lit that fuse? Well, I inadvertently asked a question to Ryan Is Burton. A question? Well, I was thinking more Luke Beveridge, that a lot of clubs going into finals have a theme. So yep. I just threw that out to Ryan. He said, oh, we do. I don't know if I'm allowed to mention it. It's, but he uh, did. About Oppenheimer. I said, you'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Oppenheimer. And then yeah. it blew up. All right. Darrell Wakeland's part of the SEN family. He's an absolute ripper. He's a premiership player, former board member for the Port Adelaide Football Club. And he joins us now to talk about uh, his side's final tomorrow night. Hello, Waco. Hey, Kimbo. Hey, Roach. Hey, they tell me Roach was down with you today. You're doing a little bit of a prostate check on him. <laughs> no. I was, actually. Yeah, just getting him checked out. We're just giving him a bit of a once-over, actually. Oh, Waco, could you genuinely do it? In the middle of the show today, he's just put his hands yeah. in the air in the middle of an interview. I had no idea what was going on. And he's ran out of the studio because he needed a wee. Couldn't even hold on to it. Yeah, I've got, I've got plenty of pills for that. <laughs> and, um, we, we can we can sort it out, mate. Right, thank you, Daryl. I'll see you at the weekend. Uh, he might need pills. Uh, we got we got some incontinency uh, pads. <laughs> yes, we've had. I'm not that we'll desperate. We'll give you a discount. We'll we'll give that ten percent discount. Oh, okay. I'll stock up then. Hey, Daryl, tell us about uh, <laughs> tell us about playing finals. Like, if you were playing on Saturday, it's Friday. You're out of, up at the Gabba now. What goes through the head? You're a very calm type of country boy. Well, but he did it twice. Yeah. Did Did you used to get nervous? Um, yeah, I've got nervous. It's a nervous excitement. It's, um, you know, you, you want to try and, you know, as you're going through the week, you're driving around the car, there's lots happening on the radio. You're hearing it talk about the finals and all that. So it's about controlling the adrenaline through the week so you're not using up a lot of that nervous energy, you know, so that... When you're coming in to that game, you've got all that adrenaline inside your body, and you can release it when the yeah when the ball bounces and you're out there in the thick of things. So um, try and keep as calm as you can, and go about your routine, and really build up um, 
for that first bounce. Yeah, you were very calm with Alistair Lynch that uh, final. Uh, yeah, just quickly, <laughs> just quickly for people that don't know about Daryl's background, he's a chemist, so he hasn't got an illegal pill press in the back of his car. He's he's legitimate. Hey, we can hear a lot of noise there. Is your daughter playing in the school netty grand final? No, she's actually. Um, this is the uh, grand final. The Scots are playing Seymour in the uh, schoolgirls. Um, private school girls final so she she's only in year eight um kimbo so she's been she played earlier so uh but um yeah she's loving her footy and we've got a we've got a decent game on here two goal five seventeen to one goal six scotch are leading We're oh, so it's a, 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 foot, a footy grand final not netball is it footy, footy grand oh, final bum fluff benny yeah. Right yeah. yeah bum fluff he's had a rough day Daryl, you did the hard journey with Port Adelaide between 2001 and 2004. There's a hard journey on at Port Adelaide at the moment. We know what happened in 2020, 2021, and they call this the year of redemption. What are the similarities? Yeah, I mean, we forget 2021 seems such a long time ago mm. but, uh, with what's happened, but um, I think it's it's quite a different team we have in here this year, and we've got a very dynamic midfield that we have probably haven't had since... The early 2000s, really, got speed, class through there. They've got some toughness. And it's uh, no secret to, with the way they're playing that, um, you know, Kenny, Kenny would have said to them on their journey in their first early years of playing more and more time on mid, that, boys, you've got, to, you've got to run both ways. If you want some time in there, you've got to run both ways and you've got to hustle when you haven't got the ball and they show them that they can do that. Back, I think that's a big difference with this midfield. Just dropping out a bit there, Wakes. Uh, back in 2004, one of your strengths was your defence, which you were a part of. If there's an Achilles heel for Port Adelaide, is it their defence? Look, I think on paper with McKenzie coming in, I think it's a solid defence, but mm. uh, the, the it, it has been interrupted over the last six weeks. Most of them changes have been through that back six, so they've been shuffling it around and seeing what the best combination is, but certainly I think the, the team we'll have in tomorrow night will probably be the best back line we've had in all year. So Aaliyah, mm. uh, Leah not quite on his game, but we sort of we know how well Houston's been playing. They can shuffle a few back there. I think th- definitely Dylan Williams needs to play on that half-back flank. He gives them calmness. He's got toughness. He can take ball overhead, and he's elite with the kick. So I, I think they need to get him back in there off half-back or, or playing a back pocket for sure. Well, he certainly wouldn't go to Charlie Cameron. He hasn't got the leg speed. Who would you send there? Yeah, good call. Um, I think um, even, like, Charlie's good in the air as well. Um, Burton probably haven't got speed, but I wouldn't mind that match-up. I think you'd, um, just as long as you're keeping him in front of you, we know Charlie loves to get up the ground and then come back hard, but um, maybe a Burn Jones is a bit of a role play. Um, I do like Burn Jones off the half forward flank coming up playing that high half back because he mops it up so well. So I would think they may get Burn Jones back there at times to do a job. Farrell may be the obvious one, but uh, he's still learning his craft as far as a defensive backman. Daryl, if we go to the other end of the park, there is no Charlie Dixon. We know how important he's been to Port Adelaide for a long time. Todd Marshall comes back, but we know the issues that he's carried for a fair while with the hip. Ollie Lord, first final. What must go right for Port Adelaide to score a winning score? Yeah, well, I think they need to play um, Marshall, that sort of 
20 to 30 out. I get him as that key focus there. But um, it's going to come down to that midfield. We need to break the game open and get some scoreboard pressure early. So, you know, we need to attack attack as much as we can early mm. to really put the pressure on their midfield and to put the pressure on their back line. I think that's where we can get at them. You know, as solid as Harris Andrews is, and but I think I think we can get at the rest of their back when we're scoring. You know, Francis Evans has been mm. probably our most informed small forward. McEntee hasn't been hitting the scoreboard, no. but can still apply that pressure. So, um, yeah, it's going to it's going to, the goals need to come from that midfield as well. Mm. And uh, we know Rosie can hit the scoreboard. Butters. Um, Maybe Horn, Horn Francis. Francis yeah. I'm really excited about Horn Francis uh, to really launch himself into this final series and show that he's a big game player. He's got he's got that about him, hasn't he? Yeah. That, he that you think he could just come out and play a game or two or three out of the box in this next month. So let's hope it starts tomorrow for him. Yep, I'm looking forward to him and Willie Rioli. They're my X factors. Cannot wait. Hey, we know the Port Adelaide. Great call, Kimbo. We know Port's had a thank you, Wake. I love you. Uh, we know that. Uh, <laughs> we know the Port's had a theme for the, this finals campaign. We don't have to go into it. Um, but when in 2004 did Choco have one? Um. Yeah, well, there was a song that um, "Lose Yourself," I think it was. Um, uh, one, it was an Eminem song from memory. I, yeah, I yeah. got to recall it, but uh, it was, you know, obviously having gone through oh one, oh two, oh three, it was like you know you got to take your chance, you got to take your moment. You know, we had a we had an aging list at that time. You know, quite a few of us into our thirties, so we were, you know, with the way we were. Um, it was it was really was our last chance, and that was the theme of it. But to also play with excitement and play with that mm. energy, and um, which we did, a little bit boring in that uh, in that first final. To be um, uh, sorry, the second final, the prelim, yeah. we just got over the line. But um, yeah, I was saying to Roach today that you know we built some good momentum coming into that final series, albeit without Primus and Franco, but the players that we had coming back. So we had some great energy coming into that. And that was that was the spirit of that final series, just to bring your energy. Waco, we'll let you get back to the uh, girls' footy grand final. Uh, who wins tomorrow night and by how much? I'll go with the heart, boys. I think Port by three goals. I love it. And talking of the heart, yeah, oh, you've, mate, you've filled somebody's heart. Kerry sent a text. She had her 60th birthday at the precinct at the casino on the weekend, and her best present she received was a signed powered jumper by you, Daryl Wakeland. She said it was better than her first pash. <laughs> well, that's, I'm, I'm flattered, and um, I hope she had a fantastic 60th. But I do remember signing a jumper last week for... Back, I think it was her sister. So, uh, oh, that's fantastic. Great to hear she had a great night. Yeah, she can't remember it, but apparently she did. Hey, good on you, Waco. Uh, good luck tomorrow. Let's hope Port can get the bickies and uh, good luck at the footy game now. Ple- pleasure, lads. Thanks, Daryl. Daryl Wakeland. And he spoke about the song. Have we got the song? They lose yourself, Eminem. You That work in 2004, Kenny should have reintroduced it, maybe instead of Oppenheimer, hey? Oh, I don't see Mark Williams as a, uh, what's that, a bit of rap, is it? Kim, you know that you have a whole coaching staff. And I, was, 
probably a young coach who said, Mark, listen to the lyrics. <laughs> Don't you sell him short. He's got young daughters and he, at well, the time. Well, it might have been. Hey, Rich, kids, yeah. we only got a couple of minutes to go yeah. and you've done bugger all today. You've spent most of the show in the toilet. Oh. Um, you have to do an Amy Clanger. That's a clanger in itself. Uh, who covers clangers at home and on the road? Amy does. Well, why would I change the theme? I'm going to make you work through this, Amy Clanger. Oh, here we go. Now, Simon Goodwin entered into the question of the Maynard Brayshaw moment. Mm. Grant Thomas, the former St Kilda coach, has given him a massive whack on social media saying that Simon Goodwin should have stayed out. This is what Simon Goodwin said. What did you make of the incident with um, Maynard and Brayshaw? Look, I guess that'll be sorted out during the week, but we've got a pretty shattered player in there. Yeah, look, you can only go by the facts. He jumped off the ground and knocked a guy out. So I guess time will tell. How do you feel about that? Ah, look, I like it. It's war out there. It's forthright. I mean, he didn't say anything. He was asked a question. You answer it. Stated the facts and clearly would like him suspended. That'd help if they meet again in a grand final. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. Yeah. (laughs) Is it a lot different from Toby Green, what he said about Jacob Wiedering? Exactly. Yep. No, we we can't complain. We we, like a little bit of We ask people to be forthright. We ask them to be honest. Mm. And when they are, we whack them. Well, Grant Thomas did, certainly. Is that your clanger? Well, I'm asking you, is it a clanger or not? What no, Simon Goodwin said. Not for me. Right out. Is it Grant Thomas reacting that way, a clanger? Grant Thomas reacting? <laughs> <laughs> Been bitter and twisted since he was sacked, hasn't he? Wow. <laughs> oh, look wow. at you. You've turned into a choir boy. <laughs> well, has he not been outspoken? He's very and outspoken. was he disappointed not to be coaching? Exactly. Exactly. Hey, I own We it. all are. Hey, I still have digs at Mick Noonan. Yes, that's gone on for a bit too long, Kim. Why? How many years ago was it? Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did me a favour. I got to play for the club that I yes. barracked for my whole How life. How much did that cost, West Torrens? 15000 Didn't want me. Wow. That was a lot of money in those days. Wow. Sorry to the Eagles fans. You <laughs> probably could have spent it better <laughs> elsewhere. Hey, that was the Amy Clanger. Who helps you recover from Clangers with great value insurance you won't regret? Amy does. Well done, Roots. That's a, uh, another week. Gentleman just waved at you then. Hmm. It's actually more the bird, but uh, he did acknowledge well, you. Yes. Um, yeah. Or right. was he suggesting that I have the test again? Oh, Friday forecast we're meant oh. to do. Oh, Benny's just sent through a text. Um, is it on the rundown? I'm looking to blame. Oh, yeah. it is too. Gee, I was hoping <laughs> I could blame him. All right, Friday forecast. Quick. We're t- Wednesday just on. We've got two minutes to go, Rich. We stole this off AFL 360. It's a Friday forecast, your sure thing, most at stake, and doomsday scenario. I'm going sure thing Giants against St Kilda. Okay. I like them. You like it? Yep. I like the way they've been going about their business. More, I've my, been strongest on that for weeks, actually. I think Giants will. My sure through. thing is that your salary will be docked after your efforts today. You're most at stake. Port Adelaide. Uh, you know what happens. You know in, what in will what, happen. In what regard? What, what if it's one of the greatest games of all time and they lose by five points? Well, you know the reaction. It will always be about, oh, here it is again. They have a lot at stake in this final. When, when they win, it's Alan Richardson, not yeah, Ken. and Phil Walsh. Phil Walsh. And whoever Matthew else. Matthew Nix. Yeah. And, appara- and apparently even um, Bull Revel from the 1930s. Even he's had an influence on their recent wins. <laughs> Aaron said in 2021, Ken used the Backstreet Boys when the lights go out. Oh, here we go. 
Kimbo, the precinct is at Alberton, not the casino. Yes. Sorry, there's two. Yes, no, there's two. I, I just presumed. I thought it. I, was I thought confused. it was at the casino. Well, don't you think there's most at stake at Port? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. you want to win, but absolutely. Um, no, uh, but you know they don't get a break. Whatever happens. Yeah, my most at stake would be Carlton if they get belted by Sydney. We're nearly done. Uh, what about to your doomsday scenario? If the same cameras that stuffed up the Richmond Brisbane final mm-hmm. for score review are used again at the Gabba, then it would be doomsday. All right. I, don't I have... hate score review with bad technology, Kim. Doomsday scenario for me is that uh, there's only under 6,000 at the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that and would that be disappointing. the question again. You could tell that uh, I wasn't prepared then. No, but it's a good point. We're not letting go of We're that. We're nearly done. There are so many texts that have come through for nearest the pin. It's worth $300 thanks to IGA. Who wins between Port and Brisbane? Who wins between Sydney and Carlton? How much? And the tiebreaker is how many goals did Charlie Cameron kick? Get your texts in. We'll announce it on Monday. Have a great and safe weekend. Let's hope Port Adelaide can get the job done. I know all Crows supporters don't like that, but we need someone flying the South Aussie flag. Yes, that's hope so. All right, go to the the toilet. Thank you, Kim. Have a good weekend, everyone. Good night.